Sir William Moore and James Burbage. My price should make me richer. I prefer to say, enrichment is a rightful wish, as riches increase my hold on life. Cheap bidders will be chilled. For such a bower house of worth, your bid is worthless, Burbage. Far below the weight esteemed in London, I require no pettiness in you for purchases from me. My pricey expectation is no marvel of inordinate mark upon the market. There is no discount for demand in Blackfriars, no disuse of dearness. I permit, for a consumptive price, I'll not concede myself in prostrate resignation to terms of pain. The cheapest damage for myself in monetary fortitude, I mean. At proudful dearness, I defy the price, which dearly weighs upon me far too prejudicially intense for peace of mind. From seven hundred pounds of amplitude, I shrink, Sir William, lest it loads dismay on me. A man must spend himself to speed his wealth, not worthlessly to spare himself the pain of enterprise. To risk yourself or raise your manhood, be resolved. You would, for the exhibitive phenomena of plays, acquire expository space in Blackfriars. This sequestered neighbourhood, not subject to the mayor's curse, immune to harsh municipality, will never, by the enunciated laws of London, be subdued. Here, your projection for a house of plays may hoist itself unousted hence by London's corporation, which allows no stage for players. Your cunning ownership of chance cannot be cheap, not when you'd show omnipotent humanity in drama, or the mannered possibilities of men. Or the stagiest delicacies fit for lords. There's no benign interior for a bower as what you'd buy from me. Sir William, not with pinched uneasiness or pithy discontent, might this possession come to pass. My wishes are not worth evisceration at the cost. I'd never gutted indigence enjoy. You offer me for ownership of two halls, the Parliament seat with all her walls and rooms, together with the assertitious duchy chamber. It was a monk's refectory when papists ruled. Eight hundred angels equal its extent. The other is the middle stories, not above one hundred pounds in real esteem. Such humble diminution cannot hold with me. For sinuous indignities cannot face from players. Laughable delusions play not well with me. Your bid defects from rightful knowledge heretofore avowed by factors in the trade. I have, by evidential valuation, set the price not five but seven hundred pounds. But by evaluated evidence, few men abide, as measurements are not remarkable to them who'd aggravate infuriated certitude without assessment. By no furious affectations will five hundred be enough. We all, with moneyed furor, are possessed. There's no evasion from the mark of variest measure. In markets, the emotion is the mark. Your cheapest feelings will not chop the price. To no penurious frenzy will I quail. Five seventy is no assailant slight. Come six forty and be quits with me. Six hundred may an even covenant. Eventful either side suffice. Then Burbage, in even rightfulness, together we may truck this through and trust each other. I will take six hundred if you pay betimes. Upon indebted expedition shall the pounds come forth. A mutual bargain may this be for us. Contentious cordiality rewarding. Much capaciousness for carpenters. The Parliament seat affords. 
The wholeness of unwalled extensions in that hall they shall achieve. All the divisive rooms will vanish where the contentiousness of grandeur will appear. The mirrored aristocracy of Rome in reproduction of appearances upon our stage shall no deformities endure. A theatre, substantively taught, with procreant carpentry produced, will, for the private gallantry of plays, be made. Upon the riskiest ingenuity a theatre may subsist, the upper floor of congregational capaciousness where Parliament convened for Henry VIII requires the riddance of partitions for re-edified resplendencies of state. Being emulous of grandeur, I will pay Italian artifices for a grand design.